Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> All right, we're back. Hey, hi. How you doing? Hello, I'm everybody. I'm in Montreal, and my bathroom doesn't work. Ma- yes, Matteo's at an Airbnb in Montreal for the Just for Last Festival, where he's where you you'll be for three weeks. Three weeks, so if you live in Montreal and you want to come see me, come to the Ethnic Show. It's basically every single night at Club Soda. Okay, so it's at the same club every night. Have you guys done a show yet? No, tonight's our first night. Last night I got in and had dinner with Trana Wintour, who's a great comic um, here in Montreal. Nice. And today <laughs> I've already woken up, grocery shopped. Uh, Good for you. Well, because the thing is, is like comics were always on the road, and if, if you do a hotel for a weekend, it's fine. But I'm someone who I work out, I make my own meals. You know, you want to have some right semblance now. of your life, so, yeah. Right. So if I'm going to be here for three weeks, I'm like, I, I that that would mean I'd be eating out every single day, right? Which is like let's so say expensive. That's, even if it's forty dollars minimum, it's not good for me. Who knows what I'm eating? I just it was too expensive, so I was like. I spent eighty dollars on groceries today. That's going to last me a week and a half. Right, and you'll be eating healthier because one thing I did on, you know, updating on the Gout Chronicles, I've been like looking back on things. And what I what I would do when I was traveling was um, I would get like peanut butter. I can't believe I'm looking back on stuff, and it's like I just can't believe how unhealthy it. Not even with not drinking, and like my weight was the same, but so it wasn't bugging me, but. Weight doesn't mean you're healthy. I would get um, peanut butter and jelly or I would get salami and cheese and then bread. And then, like, I'd eat that, like, for my, like, snack, like, and I'd get cereal. And that's just, like, what I would eat in my hotel. Like, but that's not, that's not good. I mean, that's okay. You know, it's, it's than okay. It's okay. Like, a diner and, like, oil and grease. And yeah, but I you mean, gotta you know, fucking eat a carrot. You know? You, that is true. I just bought broccoli, and I think I only uh, did it to the person at the, the register thought I was healthier than I am. I hate broccoli. I've had, ever since I ever since I got the gout, I've had broccoli in my refrigerator. Tyler, you really have gout. So let me tell you <laughs> have something. Have you gone to a doctor yet? Tyler, our intern, is a gout enabler. He denies that I have He's gout. As much as I love Tyler, Tyler is not a doctor. I'm just giving him... I'm go to a doctor... I'm giving Tyler. I'm just giving like Tyler a hard time. Build up in your joints. So that's actually what it is. So this is this actually has been really interesting. So since I started posting about that, um, I've had I think three people reach out who are all like young, like you know our age, if you want to Gallus. consider that young. Um, but are, are all, all people Gallus our age. But together. one of them is a, was a friend of mine, and she's like always like been a runner, and she was like so she's like I had gout, and she was like because. I used to drink a lot, and she's like, and I wasn't eating any vegetables, and I ate a lot of red meat, and I, I eat tons of red meat. So she's like, so what happens? Yeah, it's all it's acid buildup in your joints, and that would explain so much why I'm like always going to the chiropractor. So for the past, I guess, two weeks now, I've been eating so many more vegetables, but it feels so unnatural to do that I'm like, oh my god, I wasn't eating any vegetables. Like, like, wait a minute. Red meat causes gout. I thought alcohol causes gout. It's 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 alcohol, red meat. Um, there's a, a sugar is a big one. It's just like it makes your blood like acidic, and so it's like you're not getting like cleansed the right way. So, but sugar is like a big one. I'm trying really hard to listen to this conversation, but out the window is the most beautiful man, shirtless on a bike, and I'm just like. I have a question. About gout, staring at him. Have it's you been checking really people out more sensation. recently? Have I been checking? Yeah, have you been recently? noticing people? Have you been like, been like, ooh? Why? In what terms? I don't know because you just noticed this guy. Hallway? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's a naked man outside. <laughs> like I would right. look, I would stare at anybody naked outside. But um, you know, it's like you're talking about gout, and I'm staring at a model, and I'm like, right, ooh, you're ooh, like, gout looks pretty good. Interesting sensation. Right. Um, I actually have not. Like, I've actually been. Um, I mean, I've been like super. I'm like a cat in heat, like right. I'm super horny. But I'm just like putting all that on Kike. Oh, that's great! Like, it'll be like 2 p.m. and I'm like, show me your dick. You know, I just I'm like getting pretty. Yeah. Do you think? Also, I feel like when you have a good sexual connection with someone, it just makes you want to have like more and more sex. That's the thing is like I have a really good sexual chemistry with Kike, mm-hmm. and right now I'm distracting myself by playing Pokemon Silver. 
Uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to see him until, like, September, maybe. So, wow. like, I'm doing a bunch of stuff to distract me. So I'm playing Pokemon Gold and Silver and going to the gym and, you know, all that jazz. Everything. Actually, being in Montreal is going to be really good for me because it's, like, kind of an escape from New York. Yeah. And I, get to, I feel, like, way more fucking relaxed. It's weird to think that I'm here for work, but I'm, like... I'm oh, a little more relaxed. It's so also, too, because you're, like, a little bit out of your zone, so it's not, like, like, and, and you're there for a while, because I go to Connecticut tomorrow, but I go in, I do press, and then I get up, and then I have press, and then I'll be just chill on Saturday, but then I come back on Sunday. But if you're there, if you're someplace for a stretch, then you get to, like, actually, like, chill out, and you're not, like, running around the city. You're just kind of, like, there, and then you have to, like, do work at night. I mean, you can do work and stuff during the day, but you're not, like, running around. No, not I mean, running have, around like, is great. Today I have the podcast, and then I have a couple meetings. And, you You're know, doing meetings like out that, there. So I, if you guys don't know about Montreal, Montreal is like so many comedians are there, and there's like tons of industry there too. And then there's the new faces of comedy, which Mateo and I each did at different times. Um, Mateo killed it on his set. It was not my favorite set for me. It, I for me it was a it was a magical moment, <laughs> but. I, I also it was don't not think a magical moment defined. for me. Okay, so first of all, let me, let's explain new faces to you, or to people, so they know. A new faces is okay. It's like you're coming right, out party. Is how they so, bill it. In Montreal, every summer, Just for Laughs has a festival. It's the largest comedy festival in the world. A part of this festival, which draws all the entertainment industry and all the comedians around the world, a part of the festival is having a section called New Faces. New Faces, new faces is. Very American Idol esque in the sense of like in New York and all around the country, there's all these young comedians who and you know, everyone's really, gunning for it. Everyone's like, I gotta get new faces. I gotta yeah, get new faces. I gotta get they're new faces. Yep. They have their five minutes working like on the five. A Montreal audition, and then they'll have ca- callbacks, and only like twenty are picked out of the country. And I think that one thing that's so good is there's so f- and there's so few things that are there's so few things on in entertainment where it's like something you can like tangibly work for like i feel like in a lot of fields it's like oh i do this and then i get a raise or i do this and then something something and it's so hard to have a tangible actual thing where you're like if i work on this five minutes i can submit it to this thing and i don't you can you they have a section for people with agents and managers and then they have an unrep section but no matter what the talent scouts for montreal are out there and like it's it's an accessible thing that you actually can apply for if you're a comedian. Out. It's super, super inside comedy, too, in a lot of ways. Yes. Like the fact that we're even using this language is like, you know, I feel like we're there's a bit of translation we have to do. Right. But essentially, some people audition for years. Some people audition for like six, seven years. You audition, you audition, you audition. Some people don't get it. Some people get it right away. Right. <laughs> Yours, um, and then How many auditions did you have for it? I auditioned three times. Once. Woo! Good for you. That's the first case I've ever heard of that, actually. Oh, that's so great. Um, I auditioned two times, and both times I was like convinced I should have got it when I definitely should not have. Then I took the year off, and then I did it, and then I got it. And I still think it would have been better if I had waited, actually. But I remember well, I had been drinking too, a lot. A lot of then. people don't realize in this industry is a lot. You know, people they want, 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 want. Yeah, it's want. wait until you're ready for when it. You look back, you think, oh, waiting is actually waiting the best is good option. because if I had waited longer, I would have like been in more weird situations, so I would like have known how to handle it. But also, I remember I be I was like I had been headlining at a club the weekend before. I was so hungover. Then the day of, I was like, I'm going to stop drinking. So I drank a bunch of coffee, and then my manager at the time was this like really famous man. Manager. And he he didn't have a pass to get in. And I was like, how do you not have a pass? And he was like, oh, I don't want I, it was so weird. So then I was like trying to hunt down my plus one pass. And then right before I went in to do the new faces, he goes, Emma, do you want your life to change? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, this is the moment. And I was like, not helpful. And then uh, I remember the guy who went on right before me was like destroying doing custom made jokes about the different people in the audience. and uh, But I remember it was fun, too. I got to be on the same night as a guy named Leonard Utz. So Google Leonard Utz. He's super funny. He's a real heavy set big boy. And I remember right before he went on stage, he his fingers you know, are part of him, and he's big, and the fingers... I'm trying to say he's got real squishy fingers. And I remember right before he went on stage, he was in the, the waiting area, and I reached my hand out, and I said, you're going to do great. And I squished one of his fingers, and he went, thank you. And it was really cute. <laughs> 
Uh, well, also, you're performing for, like, 400 people. So, like, yeah. as comics, when you're a young comic, you've not performed for that many people. And you've not you've not done big industry things. You've not – like, this the typical, typical – I had, Was that the biggest so, stuff that you had done But when you did – because I had been doing those NACAs that would usually be, like, 800 to 1,000 kids, actually. But oh it wasn't, like, no that, stakes. That the, I was a year and a half into comedy That's when insane. I got And I, I was – you know how, like, kind of, like, young people are, like, really ignorant? Like, they, like, have this arrogance. Like, it's like I could do anything. And that's exactly why I don't like dating the younger people. Yeah, exactly, because they don't yeah. know. They don't know. <laughs> it's all the goddamn hope. Comics a lot of times, including myself, I was like, Me- I got this. Yep, no. Back now, I'm like, I, I only had five minutes. Yep, But I Amen. was so nervous. But I actually went last. They mm. put me last. And so I went out and there was 400 people and I just started singing. I had that opera joke. I'm like, right. oh, and then I say, that's how I came out to my dad and I got this giant laugh and I was like, yes. okay, let's do the rest of my music. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was, I got girl code from that. That's so great. Code. I'm so it's so that can be such a great thing when and I remember I didn't do the worst. So I didn't do the best. I did in the middle, which actually is something I hate. Like I'd almost rather I'd rather be on either end of something. But I remember no, after, because I watched someone bomb and trust me, that will actually you that's true. The rest of your life. I actually on my showcase, someone did bomb and I and she didn't think that she did because I remember afterwards being like. I would be I, like, how are you standing up right now? Like I would be basically one person killed, one person bombed, and then everyone else was just all right. But the girl right. that bombed, she was, she was, you know, good for her. Um, she's still doing her thing. She's uh, pretty. I feel like we're so comedy. Yeah, and I got, I got lots of. Are they talking about? I've got lots of sex stuff to talk about with with you guys. I have lots of. Travel stuff to share with you guys. I was just with Bob, the drag queen. Oh yeah, I saw Bob. I saw him juggling, and I saw him juggling in one of the videos you did. It was so cute. Oh, he he is a juggler, and he let me think about Bob real quick. He might be the smartest person I know, and like because Bob, like, not only is he like. Okay, not only is he a brilliant comedian, not only is he a great drag queen, not only can he throw his own clothes, but he can write music, he can wow. write jokes, he can, he can, he's li- like, li- he can dance, he can act. I, he's in Angels in America. That's why he's out in San Francisco wow. right now. So I saw him in Angels in America. He was brilliant. Oh, I, mean, I love that. And then now he's, he's getting into painting, and so he's watching a shit ton of Bob Ross. And so we bought, like, all this painting stuff, and we spent, like, the whole weekend painting, and it was really fun. Oh, I also So he's just a creative, creative stuff. person. Kind of like a Rachel, like Rachel Bloom is so talented. At, I was thinking about this. Rachel Bloom, and then there's a radio host named Ron Bennington. I saw Ron, who Mateo's friends with too. Ron I was doing stand-up, and I was like, he's so good at stand-up, and he's so good at radio. And then people that are like like with the multi-talented stuff. So Bob's Bob the Drag Queen is one of those. Bob is one of those. I Emma, I don't know if you looked at it. It's gone now, but on his story. So Bob has these dancers, right? And he had these custom-made, like, weird leather pleather, like, singlet, gay, like, <laughs> it's like the gayest-looking outfit in the world. It basically just covers your junk, and it, like, goes up your butt, and it has, like, suspenders. It makes no sense. Oh, God. But I Wait, it's got it suspenders? Like, like, suspenders are suspending the penis? No, like, you know, like a singlet, like a singlet, like a wrestler wears? yeah. So it's like kind of like that, but just imagine smaller and leather. Okay. So I was like, I was like, who the fuck wears these? He's like, oh, my backup dancers. I'm like, so I tried it on and took a picture of it. Please post. I don't know if I can post. I don't know if I have that kind of confidence. Bob Bob did post it on his story because I also begged him. I was like, put this on your story. And, um... Yeah, I just it was a it was a really soddy gay moment, uh, more so than I usually am, and I was proud of myself. We should post that on the Patreon. Oh yeah, maybe we'll do that. If you join, if you go, if you get on our Patreon, you can basically see nude photos of me. Fucking me too. If you guys really want, let's just kick it up and notch. Yeah. Plus, my um, my sexual confidence to- is now through the roof. I'm back, baby. Wait. Okay. So I want to. Can I tell them that I met the therapist? Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. So I brought the... Oh, yeah, yeah. And I actually... Well, I've got... I want your opinion on this. I'm supposed to go on a date with someone right after this, actually. A coffee date that's not the therapist. But I canceled... The therapist and I had so much sex on July 3rd that I canceled the date I was supposed to do that weekend because I felt weird. Like... But, yeah, so... Oh, oh, you met the... So on July 3rd, Mateo met the therapist. So, yeah, so what did you... She's really nice. Oh, 
I first of all, she was really nice. She seemed really down to earth. She seemed sweet. She's easy to talk to. Yep. She doesn't seem self centered. She seems like a really good energy for you. Yep, she's super cute. Um, she's grounded, which is nice. Uh, and also, she's thirty seven, which which is also really nice because, like, we were talking yesterday, and I I said. Um, I was like, man, like I wouldn't want to date me right now because I got some new, some like entertainment news where I was like, son of a bitch. Like I thought I was like, it was just like I was frustrated about something. And she was like, you know, I'm like, it's all good. Like my life is like very like calm and like predictable with my schedule stuff. She was like, so whatever chaos you've got going on, like is not, don't worry about that impacting me. And I was like, oh, how refreshing. Like it was just like, I was like, oh, <laughs> like, huh. Like that's, that was nice to hear. She, but also what's, I feel like I'm back in the, because where I excel sexually is when I get to be like as much of the man one as I want to be. You know what I mean? Like if I like where I get to just do what I want, then now we're talking like it, you know what I mean? Cause my, my sexual confidence <laughs> was low because I was with one person I didn't really connect with sexually for in a relationship. Then another person I didn't connect with sexually. And then in between there, I slept with someone who really I didn't connect with sexually. And these were the first times I had been with people that I didn't connect with sexually. Before that, I was always, it was sex was like a huge, like that was the thing. Luckily in the middle of all these people, I slept with this one person like 800 times. This, uh, big boned girl. Which shout outs to the uh, that I didn't mean that, but uh, which I was all about it. Uh, this real, woo, uh, I don't want to say your name, but wait a minute. So, what, we had what great, are you great sex. About this relationship is this, is this no, so this one, I'm going? so this, I ha- this, uh, the sex is fucking awesome. I liked having, I loved having sex with the, Can- I loved having sex with the Canadian because that was a totally different experience for me. Like, it was different, like, as we've discussed, but it wasn't in my wheelhouse. Like, I wasn't like, like, we, we had good sex when we were like connected and i also like for felt like loved her but uh this is like ba- i'm back in my comfort zone like i'm like oh yeah fucking i'm a sexual i feel like a stallion i'm i'm a i'm a king i'm a prince i'm back <laughs> i just feel great about my she butter she butters me up she says all the right things ooh, 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 ooh. we were te- before we met up i i said um I sa- she said, you know, some of your pictures on Tinder were kind of feminine, so I didn't know if we would have chemistry because she likes more man ones. And I said, oh, and then she goes, but then we were texting, and you s- and she doesn't listen to the podcast or the radio stuff. So she was like, I could, but then through our your use of emojis, I could tell you were more masculine. And I went, yeah. I was like, through tell me more. Through my use of emojis. Yes, I literally wanted to call you on the spot and like have her like say that into the speakerphone, but that would have been it. boundaries inappropriate. <laughs> What emojis are you, are you using? Just like the arm, like the no, the, because I would say like have a good night with like a little flower thing. So I would send the flower thing. Like I'd be like flowers, flowers, or whatever. So she's like, you had masculine emoji use. I was like, mm. kind of. I was into it, and then um, yeah, and then she was she, that she's great with the, like the gender wiggly stuff. Like it's like we are cooking. I'm back. <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. Now we're cooking with gas. So, does this mean you want to be going to a relationship or not? I don't know. I mean, the thing is, this. I, I I don't want to rush into anything at all. Like, I really don't. Because the other thing, too, is like the next relationship I get into, like, I, that's like a fucking, it's like a business partnership. It really is. It's like, you know, I want to go over, like, what do you need to feel supported? Here's what I need. How could we make this work? Like, literally, logistically, like, where are we each at? Because I'm not, you know, I'm down to, like, have fun with somebody. But I also, you know, I, I do want, I, I'm, I'm interested in something that could potentially build, but I certainly don't want to rush into something. So what I wanted to ask you is, so I, a while ago I had been like talking to this like actress, uh, like on Instagram and then, um, it became, Lohan, go on. no, but I have a lead on how to meet her as we've discussed. Oh, and you told me, and, and mm-hmm. you know, now someone's messaging me on Instagram <gasps> saying like, Hey. Come visit because Lizzie Lohan's club is this far, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't want to actually meet her. Wait, I know. I do. I'm kind of scared of her. I'll tell you. No, like, no, I want like, to meet her. So we got to go. If you and Kike came with me to meet Lindsay Lohan, I would get you guys drinks all night. If you pay for the tickets, I will show up. Really? To go to Mykonos? Yeah, girl, I'll show up. I can't, I can't pay for it right now. But then we'd all have to go hang out at Lindsay Lohan's cl- club for a while. As long as Kike can come. By the way, Kike, was, we were talking the other day, he's like, he's listening to the podcast because he's like, you know, he misses me. But Hi, he goes, Kike. I miss Emma. Oh. 
I miss I you too. Hey, buddy. It's really, that is cute. It's, well, Kike, buckle up because we're going on a vacation to get that. We're gonna go meet Lindsay Lohan. We're gonna get. By the way, I thought Lindsay's full blown crazy. Like she has. So all right, I follow her on Instagram, right? So her mother, Dina, who I met. I don't right. know if I remember that. You remember that story? But I met her. She was dressed like the manager of Claire's. She got kicked out because she locked herself in the basket crying. She was Hilarious. allegedly drunk. And then, um, so she. She was so most Dina, definitely drunk. Um, and Lindsay are in Dubai together, and I'm, this is I'm not right joke. now. This is Lindsay Lohan's accent in the video. She's going, Dina, you're happy to be back here. In Dubai. No way. You're happy to be back. And I was like, why is she speaking like a Greek like person who's learning English or like maybe like Turkish? Like, what are you doing? Like, you don't have that accent. That's so amazing. Now Lindsay talks. She does talk with a little more. Like, she has just trying to figure out how to. Speak the language. Oh that is God. how she speaks. You know, the She's thing is, that's what, so, see, I can't so watch listen. that because I'm trying to, res- it's good to not know someone through social media before you meet them because the therapist was doing that with me and I really appreciate getting to naturally get to know each other. She doesn't even know what we talk but about on the podcast. About Lindsay, whatever accent she thinks, whatever country she thinks she's from, I say we send her back. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, you can tell her way, that when Kylie we meet. No, you. Re- I didn't see that, but you can tell Lindsay that when you meet her, and I'll be, and then I'll be no, like, I don't want to meet her. And then I'll be like, yeah. oh my god, I like he's it. like having a moment, and then I can console her, and then I'll be like, Mateo. So I'll like protect. I'll be like, Mateo, like come on. I'll be like, let me go talk to him, and then I'll go comfort her. So I'll be da da da, and then da 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 da, and then give me five more days, and if then then me and her can get it cooking. I mean, this is, you're the, literally the most ridiculous human being. But let me tell you this. First of all, mm. I, well, I want to say, like, I, I sneak peek. I make a joke about Lindsay Lohan and my Netflix special. Yes, he does. I'm, I'm sure it's going to get back to her. Oh, good. So then we'll show up and then they'll be like, he's here. And I literally did that for our fans. Yes. And then we'll be, then if it gets back to her, then be like, he's here. And I'll be like, I'm so conflicted because he's my good friend. But like, you know what I mean? I'm like a big fan. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. But the, you're not a big fan. You don't. No, I know. Of Instagram. course, I fucking know that. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying. I'm trying to practice. I've got to get my the roll on to get together. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The part of me that's interested in Lindsay Lohan and the part of me that's interested in all that stuff. That's one part of my brain. The part of my brain that's like a calmer, more spiritual, sensitive, sweet person. That's the part of me that likes the therapist. Like the therapist is like calm and nurturing and healthy and fun and interesting. And uh, it feels very pure. And that scares me because it's like I don't want to ruin something like that. You know what I mean? Like not that I'm but going why to do you go there. Why do you? Why I'm going to take it a day at a time because it's scary. Why do you go to, I'm going to ruin it, I don't want to ruin it? Because I have ruined things before. Because I've done that in the past. Of course, but like when you have something that's good and feels good, why is your instinct? Because I do the same. That's why I'm asking you, because I do the same thing. Why do you go in the direction of, I'm going to ruin this? I don't know. Well, this, what do you think about this? Doom and gloom. I'm the same way. I, I, I miss PK. I start making like weird, I like scenarioize that like, like he doesn't love me anymore. maybe that's a reason i love being with a canadian because i never thought i would ruin it because i never thought yeah i never thought i would ruin it when i was with the canadian but that's probably because it was pretty clear she was gonna ruin it well, i just want to say <laughs> real quick so i can cover my ass it's yeah. like when, when i when, like i start thinking like if i don't hear from kike for a long time i'm i'm the same way i'm doom and gloom i go into i think that He's mad at me. He's not in love with me. And then he'll send me like a nice text message. We're like, "Amore, I love you." And I'm right. like, "Yeah." He's also just busy. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I'm, just, I'm such a crazy person. Oh, there was. I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I, you know, okay. Pete um, Lee told me this, mm. and Pete Lee said negative and positive thoughts release the same endorphins, the same. So chemical. interesting, isn't it? And so you essentially get a high. Now, by the way, I'm not. I do have. Do not have a PhD. I do not. I barely know about gout. I don't know what I'm. You, I love that barely um, knowing about gout is now like a bar of like knowing about nutrition. I barely know about gout. Well, if you guys have questions about yeah. gout, holler at your buddy. But 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 if if that's the case, that a lot of times people who may be insecure, hello performers, we may go to the negative because we don't have self worth in a lot of right. places, and so we start to imagine and scenarioize. I don't even know if that's the word, but I'm saying it. You know what I mean? Right. Is that the worst is happening because it's releasing a feeling in us when right. if we just switch it and think happy, like, oh, you know what? I'm so in love, and this is 
so good and this is so great that yeah. it would be the same chemicals. But a lot of times, like for me, I don't have, I, I need reassurance in everything. So it's like, uh, by the way, I just tried that thing on Instagram, like ask me a picture. I got a thousand questions in five minutes. I'm like, delete, I cannot do this. But what are the, one qu- of the questions what? was, why do, you make, why do you make that stupid face when you, and I didn't say stupid, but why do you make that face in every picture? And I just wrote, because I'm insecure. And people are like, yeah, hello, that's like me being naked and doing all this stuff on Instagram is like, in a way, me fighting my insecurity. Right. It's like beating someone to the punchline or something. If you're yeah, worried, a little bit. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, yeah. Oh, I, what did we just, we did we talked about um, Nanette last week and our yeah. Patreon oh, I wanted to week, mention. Right? Well, I think we were talking about we did we recorded for the Patreon and then the audio got fucked up. But so I actually went through and watched the Nanette special and I. I, when I had seen clips of it, I was kind of like, I don't know about this. It made me feel abrasive. But then I watched the beginning of it, and I actually really liked the beginning. I thought it was really like entertaining and interesting and endearing. And then the second half? Didn't see it. I, That's literally I watched so much comedy out. that I like not – I mean, or one person show, whatever that was. Like I didn't end up watching all that. Literally, that is the only singular – only reason to watch it is the second half. What does she say at the end? Okay, yeah, that I'll go. But I'll tell you, this is so many really lesbians. Feels like it's the goddamn lesbian Hunger Games out here. But because there's so many fucking I'm, lesbians yeah. popping up, that's why you know. Because I see all these lesbians out here, and I notice the theme. They're getting butcher, and they're. I'm gonna say it. They're getting bigger. A lot of them. So I'm going. I'm trimming up. I'm softening up. It's time to play hardball. I see I see what's going on out there. Game, set, match, motherfuckers. I'm going in the other direction. Hair, just got my eyelashes permed up. Going to yoga. Fucking, let's do this. Well, I don't understand. You're trying to, like, super saiyan your lesbianism? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to soften up a little bit because I'm seeing the other ones out here popping up. I, I'm comfortable enough with myself as the inherent man one that I can, like, soften up my appearance to try to appease the masses. Because I'm seeing like, what's... Can I make an observation yeah. about you? Mm. You're very reactive to other people. Yes. Like, you, like I'm in some cases, we all are in some cases, but I've noticed you're very reactive. Like, if someone else is a little butch... Also, I'm I'm very else, audio, because I realize... this is like, you have to completely change yourself. Well, I'm like, not completely changing I myself at all. I think you need to be worried about being you no no I think that I mean I'm saying that for like a comic effect comedy or any other like lesbian comedian like it doesn't affect you I'm saying that for I'm totally saying that for comic effect I'm only competing with myself as the best version of myself but I also like to like scan the landscape and see what other people are doing just to make sure I'm being like the most unique version of myself that I can be and if I see that appearance isn't something that other people are you know like what's the differentiation point where I can bring something different to the market and if appearance isn't something that other people are focusing on I'm happy to make that a focus of mine well you and I were talking about Instagram like you asked me about my Instagram Mm mm-hmm and, I mean, that was something that I made a conscious choice to, like, if you scroll down in my Instagram, it goes from, like, super clean and pretty to, like, messy. Right. And it's because, like, overnight, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I think this is a great way of branding myself. And Your Instagram people, is like, so beautiful. So, well, I, I, you know, I have a lot of photographers who ask to take pictures of me, and, and I say yes, and most of the time they want me to be naked. And I'm like, okay. Um, but the other thing too is like, I, I focus on three things with my Instagram. It's like one naked pictures, right? Cause they're funny and silly. Number two, all my artwork, like I right. half of my, Instagram your naked my pictures are attractive. People, what? Your naked pictures are attractive. No, they're good. But I also think a lot of people will like, like if I do interviews, like gay magazines and stuff, they always say like, your Instagram is your butt, you're naked, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, literally 50% of it is my drawings. Like, I think if you right. counted it through, there's almost more drawings than there are pictures. Like, if you scroll all the way down. Right. Um, and then the other thing is, like, you know, uh, comedy. So I'm comedy, drawing, and naked. Right. And that's, that's like my, and I color coordinate it. So, like, I use this app called Unum, U-N-U-M, and it helps you. Oh, that's how you color so, like, coordinate. You make it look really pretty. That's how yeah, you color coordinate. That's what Kike taught me. Kike's like, just use this app, and then you can start uploading pictures and play around with how it looks, and so you know when to post and where to post. And 
stuff like that. And it makes yeah. it easy. I'm like, okay, Monday, Monday through Friday, it's 11 a.m. I'll post a picture. I'm done. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not like it. It makes it super easy. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm. I'm trying to get better about Instagram because I got the new hair. So now it's like I've got new new swing. Your hair, effect. by the way, is fabulous. This Thank is you. The look, by the way. Thank you. you. That's the look. Yeah. It makes your skin looks good. Yep. Your I hair gotta... looks really good. You're very attractive, Emma. Thanks, Mateo. Well, it's been coming out, but also I gotta say the Canadian helped with that. I think because yeah, the Canadian actually helped with that. I think I don't know if it was like the what it was, but for whatever reason, I kind of like listened to her when she gave nudges about appearance stuff. I was like, all right, well, all I right. can, I really can give you some advice. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, I've had the same haircut and the same eyes. It's 1967, and it's really worked out for me. Yeah, she always has had the same hair. She's had the same haircut for years. I'm going to pull up. Yeah, but, I mean, it works. You know, it's like that's the... Oh, I'm keeping this one. What? I'm keep this haircut I'm keeping. This one I... This this one... Oh, that hair is is the best. The hair is... And my friend Leo is like, wow, she's so beautiful. I love her hair. She, like, really, like, the hair, like, That's so cute. looks so good. Her skin looks good. Yeah, the um, yeah the therapist is re- meeting me right when I'm really like cooking with it. So I so should I t- so I'm supposed to go on like a coffee date with someone today. What do you think about that? Because I'm doing that because it's like you I feel like you're going to betray. It's a form of betrayal to the therapist. I mean, it really isn't because we're just like we're we're both we're just dating. We're not you know we've not never serious. even yeah we've we've never even talked. But I almost feel like I should because. That's like the way to date, right? To see what you like and don't like. The only thing is, it's like it's so time confusing, and I just got in like a seven-page audition where I'm like, I don't have the time because I'm supposed to go on the coffee date, and then I'm going on another a date with the art therapist tonight because these are like my two nights off in like a long time. So, well, actually, I had a show last night. It wasn't even a night off, but I just, but I did see the art therapist last night. Um, but I'm trying to pull up questions. Do we have questions today? Oh, they're on Tyler's phone. Oh, yeah. I try. I, I, I just can't do that question thing on Instagram. It's just so overwhelming. I was yeah. like, I don't, I, I can't. I don't, I just can't. Do so, you think that, you do you, what do you think about going on a date, though? <laughs> do you think I go, what do I think of what? What do you think about going on the date? I think that you need to make your life less complicated. And if you have auditions and another date and you're trying to have a night off. I know. I was kind of like, but so I it's just a, it's a coffee date. Spreading yourself really thin. Yeah. Spreading yourself thin to people you don't even know. Right. It's a coffee date and the person's in the business. So I'm going to be like, so it's kind of like, I'm actually like interested more from like a friend perspective, but that's a little, uh-huh. I'll do it. I'll keep it to an hour. Then I'll go back, get packed. And then it just is what it is. Do you think I should start a GoFund for like me and Kike? Like, so we, cause, cause I don't have any money right now and he doesn't have any money and it's like, you know, I need to, I want to like get married and I, it's just so complicated. Um, yeah. I mean, I think if people, yeah, why not? See, have, have you ever done a GoFundMe before? I've never done it and I'm often against it because it's like, GoFundMe is like if people have like cancer or something, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I understand right. like marriage and like what I'm doing is like a big deal, but like, I don't feel comfortable asking for people's money to be like, help me get married and bring my boyfriend. How here. much you know, money like, would you guys be trying to raise, do you think? I don't know, a couple thousand. I think you guys, I mean, why not? How much, is it, how much would it cost for you guys? Because would this include citizenship stuff? Yeah, because I'm talking to a lawyer on Friday. I got, I, I, an immigration lawyer. I know, but it's like, it's really hard because it's frustrating. It's just all frustrating. Why the fuck did I fall in love with someone who lives 7,000 miles away from me? Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and it's like, to me, it's worth it because I love him so much. It is 100% worth it for me. But of course I would fall in love with someone. I've been single for nine years. I meet Kike. I, it, go, I fall desperately in love. It really oh is God. so much easier being with someone in the same city because... It's because you can just like swing by and like it's it's not like a thing. I think that that was like a hamper on with. I mean, the Canadian I would be in the same city a lot, but it like pressure. It, it takes the like casual fun out of it, and that's not necessarily good. You know? Yeah, but it's worth. I mean, but I'm trying to say like he's worth it to me. Oh, you know what I mean? A hundred percent. That's all to say. So, say so if you yeah. guys did make it work with that, then it makes it even more. Um, 
then it makes it even more like important. Do you want to try to answer some of your Instagram questions on the air? Because we're locked out of our email, so we can't get the questions in there. Really? Okay. Let me see. I barely even... I deleted the post because it was so fucking annoying. They they just kept coming in. All right. Um, Oh, see, now I don't even know where they went. See, this is all so stupid. Uh, Can you hear me, by the way? Yeah, I can hear you. I truly can't believe we can't get into our email. That's... That's just... All right, well, here's some of them I answered. So someone said, can you make a story speaking Italian? Single or taken? What is your number one from going super skinny to actually muscular? I can't seem to do it. So, hmm. What was I mean, your was advice for that? It's about, like, my body. Someone's like, are you a top or bottom? Ooh. I, you know, that was... Those are the questions. I mean, I bottom for Kiki and I, but it's like, you know... I, people have such a weird taboo thing about being like, who's the top and who's the bottom? Right. And it's like, it's, it's just sex. Like, what a weird yeah. question. Because there's always a kind of judgment behind it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're only asking the question because you're trying to make a judgment about that person. Oh, they're trying to picture fuck having sex. That's what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, you know, I guess. I don't know. I that's the only que- every other question on my Instagram is like about Pokemon because I've been posting. That's about so funny. Pokemon. Um, ask Tyler if he has questions for us that he, he would like us to answer. He we do not. But what we'll do is we'll just do um, uh, we'll do some we'll answer some questions on the Patreon and we'll record a Patreon thing and we'll get some questions on that. And we apologize. Why for- don't you and I just go? We'll do like a rapid fire and ask each other questions. Do you want to do that? Sure. I don't. Sure. Or your your answer sure makes it sound like you don't want to do that. I'm totally down to do it. Yeah, yeah. Who you want to start? Or you want me to start? Uh, you start. Favorite. Uh, okay. First memory. First memory. Good fucking question. Mm. Um. First memory. Something with my cousin. Uh, for, oh, you know what? It is my first memory. I must have been three, four. Oh, a little baby. Brian would have been in something like that. My cousins and I, my, my next door to my cousin's house. Um, we all live next door to each other, but there, our neighbor, like, ha, in his garage had candy and had my cousin Michael, who was the oldest, right? So Michael would have been about eight, and he helped him do something and gave him candy. Mike reported back to the cousins. We're all together. He goes, this guy's got candy in his garage, and the garage is open a little bit. So all of us snuck over. We're like little kids. We snuck Isn't over that so funny, the, the power of candy when you're little? It's like, this guy's yeah. got candy. And then everyone's like, what? What do we got to do? And what do we, we got to do? So I, I remember, like, the garage being open a little bit, and we all snuck under. I remember this. And then taking candy, we would shovel it in Brian's diaper to hide it from my Aunt Cindy and Uncle Mike. They oh, my God. So and then and then we came back and like there was just candy everywhere and we were hiding it in pillows and hiding it. So I remember we got in big trouble. But like that is one of my first memories. I literally think my first memory was like me and my cousins plotting to steal candy from our. Who was this guy <laughs> that had the candy? Anyway, you wonder if we're not bully time. I mean, that's my first memory. Who's the guy that had all this candy? Was he like a creepy like like I got candy little kids? No, he was just like he moved out. He moved out and a family moved in a little later. But he was just normally. I think he worked for like um, a grocery store, like a some kind of thing, and he had like shipments of candy that he had in there. And he's like, oh, oh you god, know, probably want candy. Like gave my cousin Michael one piece of gum and then there we were all nine of us walking in stealing candy right like we heard you got the goods <laughs> that is insane what's your first memory my very first one is i remember walking up the hill and my mom saying it was i, I don't know i think i was older than your first me- memory because i think i was like i just remember walking up this hill in maine and my mom was saying it's time for dinner and i remember like wanting dinner and i remember and like hoping it was pesto or something like that and we're like having to get up because my dad had like a the driveway was on a hill and like i had to get up the hill to like get in and have dinner and i i just yeah i remember that because it's like and then i kind of remember like like hazy memories of like playing like with this friend of mine sarah grace and then i remember like playing games with my friend Catherine and harrison we would like run around outside and like play like 
shop or whatever the hell. Because we grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere. So it's like people just play. It's not playing in yards. Like you're like playing deep in the woods. It's so, it's so remote. I'm actually going to see some people from my hometown next week because I have a show in Portland, Maine. So I'm going to see some people from Portland, Maine, and then my dad's like, I'm coming to the show, which is good, except for I've been working on a lot of, like, sexually explicit material. So I was like, oh, god damn it. I don't mind it. If my mom comes and sees sexually explicit material, fine. She's seen it before. My dad. Uh, I, I know. It's, it's, you know, it's always yeah. awkward when, well, my parents and relatives have heard everything. But I find it interesting that, like, when I was a kid, which parents are different now we had a we had a vacation house in galena illinois if anyone knows what that is it's the same thing it's remote it's in the woods and i would only only vacationed with my cousin so in a house with three bedrooms there was like i think six, 16 people and wow. um we we but it was two floors but um we uh all the cousins we were all like seven or eight because we're all the same age we would all go out into the forest and just wander for miles in a forest. Just, yeah, like, we yeah, used to yeah, do that too. Just be back by yep. sundown. Yep. And I remember my, I remember like, my friend I Harrison and I like, getting lost and like running back and it's like getting dark and we're like, ah, that wouldn't probably not fly now. Not in today's age. No, it's so crazy to think that, like, yeah, like kids, are, but you know what? Kids are not as weak and stupid as you think. Like right. we all work together and we all like, you know, we all came back at the right time. None of us got hurt. Right, we're like, we're going to find our way back. I remember, actually, I remember that so well because we like, and I remember one time swimming with my friend Malia and we kept swimming and swimming and I was like, we need to turn back to shore. And she was like, no. And then we ended up like swimming all our way over to like this like really rich summer person's lawn. And then we like got up on the lawn and like crawled our way into this like mansion, this like mansion. It was this insane house. Like there was like a gardener and tennis courts. And this woman was like, ah, hello, like a gardener or staff person found us. And we were like, can we use your phone to call our parents? I don't know why that's my voice. We were little. And then the woman was like, sure. And then my mom had to come pick us up at this like insane, like rich summer person's house. I should have just moved in. I should have just like handcuffed myself to like a tree there and been like, I'm your child now. Yeah. (laughs) My mom was like. You know, I'm also thinking like my favorite thing, my favorite memory coming home from school, opening the door and smelling my mom making red sauce. Oh, like. Yes. Snacks. That's my favorite memory. Yes, I remember. Yeah, like lo- like I just remember loving, 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 loving snacks. Um, do you think uh, Alex just gave us a thing? We got five more minutes. Do you think that I should uh, ask the therapist if she's dating anybody, or what do you think I should do with that? I don't get the feeling that she is dating anybody. I feel like if she was, she would be open and honest with you. That to me, that seems like the kind of person she is. I completely agree. And she's got, so, I mean, the communication is fucking phenomenal because she's always. I think it's fair. You know, that she oh. seems like the kind of person, Emma, that you would ask an insecure question to and say, are you dating other people? I mean, that seems fair to me. Yeah. So you think I should ask that just just to be like, what does that connotate if you ask someone that? Does that connotate like, oh, because I want me right that, there? It, that's a good question. If you're asking that question, you're saying to her. I want to be exclusive. Hmm. Or you're interested in exclusivity because if someone asked me that question, that would mean that they're saying, well, what, you know, what are I we? I figured out something it's about... especially saying, what are we? You know what I figured out about, like, what I like for dating? And it's different for different people. Like, I have a friend who is completely not like this, but I think you and I are similar with this. I like dating someone, and then if we connect and have good sexual chemistry, I like, if I'm having sex with them, getting to know them... Not not necessarily meaning we're like girl boyfriend girlfriend 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 whatever, getting to know them and then if that doesn't work then moving on that to me also just like literally logistically works better for me than dating lots of different people because I don't want, I don't really have time for that so it's more like I'd rather it's like if we were doing a taste test then I'd rather eat the one thing this is not a euphemism by the way I'd rather have the one thing and then if that doesn't work out move on to the other thing instead of while I'm having the one thing trying all the things at once like I'd rather focus on one move along do you know what I mean but I think that you should like do you have these types of conversations with the therapist yeah we've we've talked about how we both don't do like casual sex which I don't yeah I don't like doing casual sex it's not it's not it, and even though her and I, we probably waited like two weeks to have sex. I feel like as adults, that's like actually like a pretty good amount of time. Almost everyone I've had sex with in the past couple of years, besides her, like we would have sex like pretty much right away. Right? Actually, I mean, no, you not know pretty much. Ask me all the time. We would have say, sex right away. Do you? They say, do you trust 
do you trust your boyfriend? Like, he's so far away. Do you trust him? And I, I hate that question because it like, Oh, it's an awful question. I don't know. Do I? Right. But then it's also like, yeah, of course I trust him. And like, I have to, I have to have enough faith in my boyfriend that like, he's not going to be fucking other men. Like, what would be the incentive for him to be fucking other people? And also, why would you you open yourself up to respond to someone you don't know that well with that question? Like, if you're like, do you trust your boyfriend? Why would you, why did they think that you would then want to disclose to them? Like, you know what? No, actually I feel really insecure about it. And like, I really want to process it. Like they (laughs) they don't even want to have that question. They just, you know what I mean? Like they don't give a fuck. I've never, ever, ever cheated on anyone ever. Right. Well, party of one in this conversation for that. But I haven't che- I haven't cheated on anyone in a long I haven't cheated on anyone in uh, in quite a while. I mean, with my yeah, last I thing know, like I do you think when people do cheat that they, you'll always find out. I think yeah, I think it usually comes out. Also, I think like I don't know. I we're both pretty intuitive. I think you can just like feel it. You know? Like I can t- I was going to say you like, can feel it. You, like yeah, like if he was, I mean, I don't think he's cheating on me, but I, I would, if I was cheating on someone, I would probably start being more anxious or more Yes, like, or like distant. It was really, I mean, maybe the Canadian was sleeping with other people the whole time. I really have no idea. But like there was this, I would, there was like that week, that last week, there was just like something where it felt weird enough for me to ask, like, uh, are you sleeping with other people? Like there was, like I just could, and then, and then I was kind of like, Okay, but I can tell that the art therapist is not sleeping with other people. Um, yeah, we'll see. But you know what? This is like a really nice. It's real. It's nice for me to be. She's very. She's very kind and nice to me, and I'm nice too. So it's nice to have two nice people because I feel like I'm always fucking working for the people. I didn't necessarily. I didn't feel mm-hmm. that. I didn't. I did not feel that way with the Canadian, but with lots of people, I feel like I'm. Oh, because it's like. Yeah, like the amount of – I'm usually having to just like – I feel like I'm like – in my last couple of relationships, I feel like I was like the per, girl's personal fucking photographer because it's like the amount well, of – Well, that's because like, uh, you and I do the same thing. We take on way too much fucking responsibility in relationships. Mm-hmm. We take on way too much yep. responsibility and end up running ourselves into the ground and then we look back and we think, oh, I've created my own mess. Right, totally. So I'm trying to, yeah, not do that. But no matter what, I feel so good feeling back in my sexual prime. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's about the two people. Like, it, it, you've got to have sexual compatibility with a person. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my inherent sexual compatibility is with queer, more queer, submissive girls that like to have a good time and are fucking open-minded. And I also realized this about myself. I don't know how this didn't click in. I am sexually into audio more than visual like when i watch porn i will put like i would rather hear the audio of it than see it like i need some kind of like talking or moaning like i need that yeah That's, i cannot watch a porn on mute yeah i don't want and i literally like if it's like if i'm somewhere where i'm not supposed to be watching porn like i'll put it up to my ear or like i've noticed like this girl will like say certain things to me while we're like hooking up or like and i'm like oh yep i'm totally an auditory person like 100% like but I'm like I can't believe I didn't realize that about my I can't, I've had I mean I've had so many sexual partners at this point that for at this point for me to realize also I also realize I'm always down to like ask someone like what are you into what are you into do you like th- like do you like getting called names do you like ass play do you like getting hit do you like getting this well, I like, think when you how, how old are you 32 but then if someone asks me that then I get I'm like whoa 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 wait a minute like oh I gotta think about it well, no but I think for you like for me I'm now just I'm 32 as well and it's like I'm figuring out what I like sexually yes. what I don't like sexually what I need and you start to just become comfortable with the things that you like and need right and to own that sex is important figuring it out yeah and to own that it's because she's a sexual she's this art therapist is a very sexual person she's like She's like, you mentioned a while back you had, like, non-sexual relationships. That seems so weird because you're, like, so sensual. She said sensual, not sexual. I was like, that's fucking right. Like, I was, like, I, and, but, and I was like, yeah, you're right. I am very, I am very sexual. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all about that. We were talking about there's something that I've never done. And we were, and she had no experience with it either. And I'm not about to try. But I wonder what the gay man take on this is. I'm not into it. But I've never done fisting. Fisting? Fisting. I've never done it. I remember I've had girls like ask me about doing it, but I was kind of like, I kind of like avoided it. I mean, I'm down for like anything, but something about fisting, 
uh, fisting and stuff with pee is, doesn't do anything for me. And we no, actually have to end. It has nothing to do with pee, Emma. No, fisting I know that. Your... <laughs> I mean, two separate things I'm not into. I know that. But, like, fisting oh, is. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not into pee. Someone wants that, like, can I pee on you? And I'm like, get if I'm some... an Italian woman. Get out of my house. Yeah. The other thing is fisting. I just don't see. I mean, listen, if you're into it, good for you. But to me, I don't see the pleasure, one, fisting somebody. I mean, my, what am I, I don't want to fist. No. I know. And I... number two, I just don't want to I'd rather fist someone in the ass than the going on pussy, in my I asshole. Like, right. I want to, I just, it's not, that is not something that turns me on. Has anyone ever tried to fist you? In, fist you? I almost said fist you in no, the butt. Like, no there's one, anyone no else that would be trying to fist you? Yeah, no one, my obviously. Friend, no one. No one has fisted me. My friend Jesse was like, well, someone got four fingers in once. And we're like, Jesse, calm down. That's totally different. If I was going to fist someone, I would want to, I would want to, like, do a tutorial. I'd want to, like, I'd literally want to hire someone to practice before I try to fist my fucking girlfriend. Also, I'd be like, I don't know. If, if you were into, if you were into fisting. Now, wait, fisting, are you fisting them in the asshole or in the vagina? I'd rather fist them in the ass because I'm, I'm so anally experienced. That's where but I like, shine. the vagina... I don't know. I don't. I don't. I do feel women get fisted at the vagina. Some of them do. No, I haven't. I haven't done it to have... someone. But I fucked people with real big has anyone, strap-ons. Has anyone asked you to do it? That I remember this when I had my one night stand. This girl was like, I really like to get fisted, and I was like, right. But oh god, it's just like the <laughs> the, the push through of the fist going in, like the pop, like or whatever fucking. It's just like woo. Man, um, we got to wrap it up. Alex has given us the wrap-up thing. But if you guys listen... Oh, we want to plug the Facebook page. Please communicate with us on Facebook. I'll be at Comics Comedy Club, Mohegan Sun, this weekend. And, you, and then, Mateo, where are you at? I'm in Montreal. I'm doing the ethnic show every friggin' night. I'm also doing my Barbara Streisand show um, with Henry Kapersky, where I redo her Bonsoir performances in the early 1960s so fun. in Montreal as well. That's so fun. The 23rd and 24th. Um, so yeah, just uh, if you, if if tweet, please tweet at me, everyone, if you have questions, because I there's so many DMs that I don't have a chance to look at all of them. So if you ever have a question for me, just tweet at me. It's the easiest way for me to respond. You know what's smart about that? That also keeps it a little more professional, because if someone's like tweeting at it, then like other people are going to know the questions they're asking, so they're less likely to be a dirtbag. Right, right, right. Like, I try and look at all my DMs, but like, you know, when I put up a story, like people put, and it's like, I don't, I just... I give up. Right. It's too much. But, okay, thank you guys so much. And um, we are going to, uh, we'll make some exclusive Patreon stuff for you guys, too. Bye. Bye.